It's bonus pod 158. Oh, um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really running out of things that rhyme with one. Because you know what happened before we hit 100 was, actually, I don't even know how long I've been, maybe I only started this this rhyming thing in the 100s. Yeah, it could have been. But uh, you you forget that you're going to have to come up with a rhyme for one every single time. 99 no 100 because including the zero yeah including 100 be 100 and i've already gone for oh, bum no, would it be 99 because of 200 you don't count 200 yes but you count zero which is 100 yeah so 100 yeah. counts as one and the 101 counts as two and you keep oh, going up right. to 199 yes, would count as 100 should have trusted my instinct yeah yeah you gotta believe in yourself man mm-hmm. <laughs> um so anyway one five what is it <laughs> nine what is bonus pod one five eight? Bonus pod. Oh right, so I don't have to do the rhyme. No, no, no. I I'm thought so, you were just going double bubble. Lo- no, no, I'm starting to lose my mind here. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Of course. Um, <laughs> it's because this is all still part of the block recording. So now you just live in this universe of like bud pod, <laughs> just bums and and bullets flying past. And it's your... a wonderful universe, well worth a Patreon subscription. <laughs> yes, it say. is. I'd have You've to made say the right choice. Um, you turn up at the house. There it is. The sign you were expecting to see. For sale. The least you can expect. The lady from Dexter's is a bit late, but you take the opportunity to look around their area. Yeah, it seems quite quiet. The neighbors seem okay. The road, eh, it's got cars on it, but it's not busy. It's not a B road, and well, certainly it's not an A road. This'll do fine. It's taken a while now. The lady from Dexter's is um, it's really taking her time. And you eventually you think, oh, maybe she's inside, actually. Sometimes they wait for you inside. So you knock on the door, and you go, hello, duck, duck. but on the second knock, the door just, oh, it was open. Not only was it unlocked, but it's off, un, un, off the latch. And you go, hello, I'm here, for the, I'm here for the viewing. And just as you see, finish that, you realize, well, this, this is the most beautiful house you've ever seen. It's, it's stunning. The finish is beautiful original Victorian wooden floors. A banister is is dark mahogany and, and varnished, and it's such a smooth uh, grain. The bathrooms are large. The living room is is cozy but spacious at the same time. The kitchen has everything you need, and you go what? And you check again at the brochure, and it's like yeah, it's in it's in my budget. It's comfortably in my budget. And she said I was the only viewing today, which means that I don't think I'll be up against much competition. What is the catch? And you go up the stairs, and the bedrooms are beautiful and lush. The the view outside the window is amazing. And 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 so at this point, you you can't believe you're like I, I can't. I, I want to put in an offer now. This place is absolutely perfect. And that's when you hear, duk duk duk. And when you just hear a noise. A little mumbling. <laughs> Where's the mumbling coming from? It's a rats, it's mice. And you realize it's coming downstairs. And you go down and again louder and louder. And you go back into the kitchen. Yeah, well, yeah, and the thing is, uh, and you can start to make out individual words now, and it's coming from one of the, it's coming from the pantry. It has a pantry, but <laughs> you open the door, and it's, and it's me and Pierre recording Bud Pod into microphones, 
and we just say, we come with the house, take it or leave it. Welcome <laughs> the bonus pod. That's why it was in your budget. That's why no one else was interested. Yeah. It's a requirement of the, if you buy the house, Pierre and I are in the pantry. Yeah. Do we live in the house? Or do um, we come by and bother you to use your pantry to record it? Like some kind of ancient medieval rite. We live in the house, but we only need the pantry. We've okay. got our own little system there. So the, oh, it's one of those things where like um, they don't ever see how we eat or sleep or we just seem to be in the pantry and fine. Yeah, you sort of imagine it must be a sort of... Antechamber somewhere? Yeah, or like uh, um, the Stalingrad Metro during the, the siege, you know. We've built up yeah. a little bunk system and we've, <laughs> we've learned how to arrange things in an orderly fashion. We've got more than enough dry goods. Yeah, lots of dry in goods. In the pantry. And spam and... We'll be we'll be good for a few months, and then we can just go and get to the shop when we run out. But yeah, we otherwise we're not in the house. We don't bother you. The rest of the house is your own. But we are in the pantry, and you will hear us. The Telltale Pod. Yeah, the Telltale Pod. <laughs> About a man who puts his friend's podcast underneath would you, the floor. Would you, would you take that house? Yeah. Would you? I would. It's a podcast I'm... you don't listen to, though. <laughs> in the pantry, it's. Um, oh yeah, but it's really nice. Really nice house, and it's affordable and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, take it. Yeah? Yeah. You have no control over when they record or... I guess it's just like being next to a, a, an occasionally busy school or something. But they're also they are in your, physically in your house at all times. And and when you go on holiday, you say, can you make sure the place is all right? The people in the pantry go, can't promise anything. They, they just say, look, we just... The pantry is... We just it. live in the pantry. That's all we do. I would be happier with it if it was a... I would be more upset if it was two guys. Because they'll be messier. Yeah. Interesting. Or weirder, maybe. Hmm. Not that guys are always weirder than girls, but when it comes to podcasts, all the women we know who do podcasts are, I would describe them as fastidious. Or at least polite. Um, Whereas a lot of guys who are total shitheads do podcasts. Fern Brady has said horrible things to me on a regular basis. (laughs) And she has a podcast. so That's true. I I, I contest that point. But she seems neat as the She is quite neat. She wouldn't spill an entire tin of coffee grounds and just leave it well she would she'd spill it and go oh no but then she, then she'd clean it up but she's a klutz but she's also I think okay. will tidy up after herself. so the spills would occur but they but, would be dealt with yes mm. I don't know I think I'm such a sucker for a bargain yeah I'm a bargain sucker yeah yeah you you, you take the house with the, the podcasters in the pantry in the cupboard yeah, and it sounds like in uh, sort of Enid Blyton and the kids, but the podcast is in the pantry. Yeah. The ants in the attic. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a little kid's book. Uh, I feel it would grate on you after a while. I think you're making a very rash decision here, and I think you should sleep on it. Yeah, I should sleep in the house. Yeah. To see if I can, with a distant murmuring of whimsy and riffing. <laughs> It'd be soothing if it was one of those news podcasts. Yeah. Also, every time you go in the kitchen to cook, they ask you to join the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't help but see you're, um, you're browning some onions there. Well, why not brown your brain by subscribing to... Yeah. It depends how much money I'm saving. Sure, sure, sure. What's the podcast in the pantry discount? Well, it's not so much as a discount. It's it's sort of in... Maybe not comfortably in your budget, but it's sort of... It's within your budget, just about. But it, it, the house is nicer than it would otherwise. Okay, so it's only just like it's, it's, it's squeezing the end of my budget, as it were. So you're spending about as much money as you were gonna spend. Gonna spend, but, but it's, it's just for something like 
for something much better than you were expecting. How much? Um, like in terms, of like twice as good. No, not twice. Twenty-five percent better. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, yeah, twenty-five percent better. I'd do it. Wow. Yeah. But only that minimum for that. Yeah. I'd have a lot of questions about health and safety and legal responsibilities, but I'd be very tempted. I'd be very tempted, Philip. Yeah. I'd be very tempted. Um, what about your ideal home, but all the light bulbs are red? <laughs> so it's like living in a dark room or a submarine. Or in hell. Or in hell. <laughs> or in a boudoir. Or in the new Batman. which uh, Or in takes, the new Batman. taken yeah. on a red color scheme. Or in um, the uh, hit show, which uh, I've been watching, Euphoria. It's just teens fucking. Is it good? It's engaging. It's just teens constantly <laughs> fucking. It's engaging. If it's constantly... It's, it's Zendaya new- is in it, right? Yeah, she's good in it. She plays a kind of very kind of annoying drug addict. Oh, okay. But it's good to have, have a, a drug addict on screen that's annoying. Right. Isn't tragic. Right. Well, they are tragic, but you know what I mean. Like, you can see them grating on other people. Sure, sure, sure. Um, whereas normally, they're either drug addicts are either like frightening animals, like monsters, mm-hmm. or they're like tragic poets. Yes, yes, it's whereas good to see a normal. Like this is what it's like. They they. They're fine for a while, and then they lie to you, and then they, you know, yeah. it's good. Good depiction of addiction. But it's a, a lo- good addiction depiction, a good addiction depiction. <laughs> but it's all neon, and there's a lot of nudity. But what's unusual, Phil? A lot of dicks. Okay, so maybe y'all can shut up now. All right, there, <laughs> there. You got your dicks. Now can we have our boobs back? You've Can got your dicks. A lot of boobs, though, as well. Yes. But an absolute forest of wangers. Mm. Flopping and a jopping. Mm. Couple of hard ones, too. Yeah, because that's the... Um, that's the big no-no. That's the big no-no. Hard boner. It's a hard no-no. It's a hard no-no for a hard boner. <laughs> but they're doing it. There are a few boners around, but they're like prop dicks or something. I can't quite figure it out. Not all of them. The floppy ones are the real deal, and people are flopping... At that point, it's like, well, what's, it, what's, what's, the, what's the point? I remember watching Blues of Woman's Color about uh, two lovely uh, French lesbian lasses. Yes. And there's a sex scene that, you know, I mean, it's gone down as problematic because they were, like, pressured into it. But, like, they're full-on 69ing each other. Yeah. Just really going at it. And then later on, you find out, oh, they were prosthetic vaginas. And you go, well, what fucking difference does it make? If I thought they were real, is it not as obscene? Yeah, it just it's becomes the same this, thing. It becomes this insane philosophical debate about like, no, 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 no. It was just a hyper-realistic robot penis thrusting in and out of a hyper-realistic robot vagina. And you go, right, but it looked just like hardcore porn. And you go, yeah. Go, well, then it, it was, wasn't it? What? <laughs> he actually coated his actual penis in a very, very thin painting of a penis. <laughs> so actually, yeah. the, well, the penis you saw, it was a very good painting, yeah. the penis you saw wasn't actually his penis. It was a Painting of penis wrapped tightly around his actual penis. Yeah, and he didn't come. Uh, what he did was he ejaculated earlier that day and popped it into a little explosive at the tip of his real dick. Like and a it squib. It looked exactly like a jizz squib. It's a jizz squib. It was a jizz squib, <laughs> and it just looked exactly like jizz was shooting out of his penis. Yeah. And it was made of his own jizz. It was his own jizz, but it wasn't actually coming out of his penis at that moment. No, it had happened earlier, and he wasn't enjoying it when you saw it. It was an effect. And you go, well, this is all just the same. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though <laughs> most of the dicks flopping around in euphoria have, have had a bit of help fluffed 
Not fluffed, but I, you can tell like all of us would. Right. No one's going little... in at, at, at minus five degrees centigrade. Right, you're going in a little with a head start. I think so. Yeah. As I'm not an expert, but I'd I'd say there's enough fl- there's enough flop to them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's enough weight and momentum to them that I'd think, okay, that's not a that's not a, a cold pool. Any curly dicks? Apparently, there's some cur- some guys have a curly dick when they're erect, like a, a sort of a, it's a hook shape. A yeah. I mean, there's not that many erect dicks in it. Oh. Just considering the fact that it seems to be not legal to do, there's loads. There's some of them right. are just photos. There's a lot of sexting and Gen Z concerns and nudes being shared around high school. Interesting. Is it quite? Is it quite surreal? The show. No. Or is it quite realistic? Visually, it's surreal. Oh, okay. Visually, it's surreal. A lot of neon. A lot of stuff happens at night, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Um. Visually, it, it looks a lot like and is shot like a kind of music video. Okay. It's the closest thing I can think of. Um, it's good, though. But yeah, man, wall-to-wall P and, P and Bs. Lovely. A lot of P and Bs. Peanut some Ts. No Vs. Oh. Quite a few As. Oh. Apples. But, yeah. Fresh apples after a long night's banging. Yeah. To rejuvenate. And they come right out of people's anuses. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of genitalia action going on. And it's all very like dealing with the issues. Like someone one of them is kind of does a sort of only that fans thing for a bit. Right. You know. Okay. Current affairs for the teen mind. Interesting. But it's a very horny show. And very chaotic. And intermittently violent. What is it on? What platform is it on? Sky, now TV, that oh, sort of thing. Okay, okay, okay. Um and it all seems to be made by a guy who is someone famous as son. Okay. So, you know, Hollywood. That's nice. That's nice for him. To That's have, nice when that happens. Have your fire. It's nice to have a family business like that. It is nice. So, yeah. So, would you... <laughs> we got onto this by me saying, would, would, that be, would you find your ideal house, but it's lit and like... Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's lit like you're in Euphoria or like Drive or whatever. Like Every light is alternating like red, blue, purple, like neon. No, I wouldn't. No. It's like you're in a dystopian future set in a city at night. No, that'd be horrible. Okay. Yeah, that would be horrible. You'd lose your fucking mind. Yeah. I don't know. It probably wouldn't be okay in daytime. <laughs> Enough daylight's coming in that it's diluting it, but nighttime would be a. Nighttime would be very thematic. Yeah, it'd just be hard to relax. Although, bathed in red light. Yeah. I guess, yeah. What would it do to a person? Would it have an effect on their eyesight, do you think? Every time you had sex mm. with someone, you'd feel like you were conceiving the Antichrist. <laughs> 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 Fucking red light. <laughs> Evil. Yeah. No, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take the house. No, that's fair. Lighting is just very important to me, actually. Well, you you say, don't you, that lighting is like uh, what God dips his paintbrush in. Light is the paint that God has thrown on the earth. Yeah. And I, I, I want... And you stand by that. Yeah, and I want to see the artist's intended... Colors. Colors. <laughs> that's why you say that the colorblind are going to hell. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'm a converted color. I used to be colorblind, uh, but I went to a colorblind conversion camp. You prayed away the gray. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good stuff. That's what you pay for. That's what you pay for on the Patreon. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> I prayed away the gray. 
And now I see the light, literally. Oh! Thank you. And ironically, a rainbow. Yeah. The gayest symbol. <laughs> the Christians in America are annoyed, Phil, they've lost the rainbow to the gays because they used to use it to, to be about the ark. So they the did, yes. Yeah. But that's the, not the main, it's not like they've lost the cross, you know. No. If the, if the Christian cross was now an LGBT symbol, then... Well, that's the T, I guess. It's in the T. My God. <laughs> and you could make one from an L. Yeah, if you move the lines about. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking L, it's been in front of us the whole time. It has. It has. <laughs> Fucking hell. Don't tell them that. They will kick off all over again. <laughs> the Christian right in America. Um. Welcome back to Grand Designs. Now, when Ian and Georgia bought their house in 2014, it was absolutely riddled with podcasters. Oh, they were everywhere. They were in the attic. They were in the in the floorboards. They were in the garage. They were everywhere. And every time you thought you see, you found the last one. There were more somewhere else. It it was incredible, really. And they could just talk on 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 end for about nothing, about absolutely nothing. And they they kept calling it content, but there's no content I've ever heard of. Just chat. Just chat about things, the things they've done. It was it was awful. Yeah, and we couldn't find anyone to help, could we? No, we couldn't find anyone to help. No, Rent-A-Kill with no help at all. No, no, they say they do bugs more really than podcasters. Right. So what did you, what did you do? Well, of course we had to entice them out. We thought, you know, you can either do character stick with this sort of thing, and uh, you know, you catch you catch more you catch more flies with honey than than glue. So uh, well, we stood outside and we. Uh, we just kept started shouting um, sponsorship for mattresses uh, companies, and we shout sponsorship deals here for sort of um, uh, scientifically unfounded health supplements, sponsorship deals, and just like that, just they started scuttling. Yeah, they did, didn't they? It's quite disgusting. It's just gross. They'd stood and they just rushed out of the house, going, where? Where? We'll sign it up. Five weeks? Three weeks? We'll do it for less than them. Pointing at other podcasters, pointing at each other, just sort of un under underselling one another. It was disgusting, actually. They try, they try, you know, on the podcast, they say, you know, we're all in this together. Podcasting's a movement. But you offer them a deal and suddenly they're, they're cutthroat. Suddenly they're all about the, the business end. And as soon as they're out, we, we closed the doors, we shut them out, and uh, they couldn't get back inside because, of, of course, they're millennials, they're actually so polite and, well, just so unconfident. Like, sorry, do you mind if we just come back in? Of course, once they were already, already in, they were fine, but they couldn't come back in. They're like vampires, really, podcasters. Anyway, so the place is nice now. We've um, converted the loft and put in a side return. Haven't looked back. Well, Phil, we've got some VIP. VIPC. VIPC. VIP correspondence. To deal. Very important pooper correspondence. Very the, important pod buds. Yes. Pod buds. Very important pod buds. Cripplingly important. And of course, as is tradition, it's a Matt. Matt! How about that? On this that? podcast, a Matt. Um, he says, I don't know if this is an okay channel for correspondence, but I'm lazy, so here it goes. It's the best channel, Matt. Uh, we've had a few. Since we've been clarified in the bonus episode about correspondence, we've had a few people going, oh, I just sent you an email. And it's like, no, 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 no. You need to tell us on the Patreon. The emails, we're so behind. 
Mm-hmm. Patreon is the best way to tell us about an email if you've already sent it or to just send whatever it is. Um, so the subject line is Burger King Shilling. Burger King Shilling. Okay. Which is good. Yes. Hi, Pierre No Mayo, please. No Mayo, oh, please. Oh, yes. And Royale with Wang. <laughs> yeah, I do, like a, I do like a Royale. Yeah. Nottingham Centre... No, oh, I'll start that again. Skipped ahead. Nottingham has a city centre Burger King. A wonderful thing for a city to have. Congratulations. A, a true city. I think that's actually what makes you... I think you need either a cathedral or a Burger King in the centre to be officially classed as a city in the yeah. UK. Yeah, yeah, and if it's both, then you're a, a BK city. Yeah. Um, I think it's because we were discussing how they... It's so rare to see one in the wild that's not in a train station or a service station. That's right, yeah. In the, in, in the UK, in Uck. Nottingham is a city centre Burger King. It's in the main square, but still feels tucked out of the way somehow. <laughs> We also used to have one on a prominent corner next to the larger slash better now only shopping center. This branch is where this small tale of protecting the realm takes place. <laughs> I'm a lifelong near 40-year-old Nottingham boy. Oh, lovely. Mm. Um, other Nottingham boys we know, Matt Ford. Matt Ford, the impressionist, satirist, comedian. Writer. Comedian. Writer. And... Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And Robin Hood, the Prince of Thieves. Yeah. The King of Thieves, of course, is the devil himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lifelong near 40 years old Nottingham boy, so I've been out in the city many a time. It is de rigueur for all our fine, establishment, uh, fine establishments to have security staff posted outside because it's that kind of town. <laughs> yes. Yeah. However... The only place I've ever witnessed a security guard resort to extreme violence was Burger King. Wow. Well, he has to protect the king. For the monarch. Yes. A man would die. The king has the, uh, the most feared troops of all. Like he's got the Swiss guard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're bouncers in their multicolored stripy puffy pants. The Swiss cheese guard. The Swiss cheese guard. <laughs> <laughs> This was she's got big pikes with holes in them. Holes in. Um, extreme violence. About ten years or so ago, some lad really wanted a burger. <laughs> For all the security of their staff, it being three a.m. and all, they limited the amount of people that could enter the place. The guy strolled up and tried to walk in, ignoring the queue that had already formed. Mm-mm. Shaking my Not fucking happening. head at that. Not happening. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. After the mahusive guard stopped him about twenty times with an everless gentle, everless, an everless gentle. Of course. Sorry, mm. it's one word. Right. Yeah. Um, with an ever less gentle open palm hand to the chest, the rock of a guard popped the silly man in the nose and flattened it. Whoa. 20 times, like, that's fair enough. Okay, yeah, let's put this in context. So he's gone, wait, come on, man. A drunk, queue-skipping man. Hey. At 3 a.m. That's hey. two. Hey, stop Come it. on, that's three. Already I'm feeling like punch him. Yeah, yeah so We're 20 is a lot. 20? Yeah. People are baying for it. <laughs> it's enough time for the council to pass a local bylaw to permit it. Do you reckon the, the queue cheered? They must have cheered. Mm. Um, 
This did not deter the eager burger boy. Wow. What an eager burger boy. <laughs> He's so eager for burgers. Is the- he wimpy from Popeye? Who is this guy? He's <laughs> <laughs> the hamburglar. <laughs> and the guard got an OBE. You fi- someone finally killed the hamburger. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> the hamburglar hanging from a noose behind Obama. We got him. At three o'clock this morning, Eastern Standard Time, team of SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the hamburger being hanged, and then footage of the KFC colonel being killed like Colonel Gaddafi, just stabbed in the ass with a bayonet and a drainage pipe. A big crowd of people. Ah! The colonel crawling in his suit. Someone opening a spider hole and Ronald McDonald climbing out with a big red beard. He hasn't been able to shave. Like Saddam. This 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 is your next art piece. This would be good art. Yeah. By which I mean it would be sellable. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. would be annoyed by it, and therefore it would be good art. I think it'd oh. be a cracking NFT. You Can you imagine? Pretty funny about that NFT. Someone finally put those apes in their place. If you put a make it a series, that'd be a pretty fine NFT. Pretty fine NFT. Um, so this did not deter the eager burger boy. Also, earlier, Wimpy from Popeye, great reference for a burger-loving cartoon. Thank you. Love it. It's been <laughs> too long since someone referenced him. He eventually had to be carried away and dumped in a doorway around the corner to get the message. It's that kind of town. Go my kind of town, Nottingham <laughs> is. My kind of town, Nottingham is. Getting punched at a Burger King. It's my <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Start spreading the news. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. What? Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, the worst violence I've come across y- y- it does happen in a. in the takeaway places late at night. Because I guess it's where frustrations have sort of come to a head, right? It's the end of someone's night. Yeah. It's when they're most drunk, usually. Yeah. And and the most impatient of something, and usually they have to wait the longest, so people just get really angry. If, if, a, if a British person on a night out is drunk enough to try and skip a queue in front of everyone else, they're in danger mode. <laughs> they don't care what happens to them. It's like when a dog has rabies, like <laughs> a, like a, and it's out in the noonday sun. Yeah. You should be like that. Dogs know not to do that normally. This is bad. <laughs> this is bad. Um, I don't think I read this when I, when I got it, but Lee says, Hello, lovely chaps. The spelling isn't very helpful, but Beaconsfield Services is pronounced Beck. Beaconsfield Services. Beaconsfield. Next time Beaconsfield. you're at the services there, or at least the town is pronounced Beaconsfield, he's saying. Next time you're at the services, make sure the staff hear you're pronouncing it, and they will give you the password to the secret underground VIP area for locals. Oh, where we will record our bonus part. Yes, very much the bonus part of the services industry, he says. Thank you. Uh Or she. Or they. Uh, Lee. Very, very nice. Um, We've done that one. Yes. Beaconsfield. Beaconsfield. It beckons me. That's what I know that much. Beckons you into a field. (laughs) Sinister. Any field... With a Mexican place and an Ando's, it's a good field to me. It beckons me over. Yeah. Oh, with an Ando's. I mean, we've said it already, but gracious. Gracious, Philip. Um, now, we've got a bit of tat from 
a guy called Chris, but the link he sent us just sends me to a thing that says, do you want to shorten your URL? Because he shortened it. Oh, but it's not a link anymore. Oh, no, it's just a link to the link shortening website. So, Chris, could you send that again? Because it looks like it'd be pretty good. It looks like it'd be pretty good. It's um, Agrotat. Agrotat. Oh, I love Agrotat. So, I think we would like that, please. Me and my... Me and my asshole wife. And I'm her dickhead champion. <laughs> and think then he, you're a, a, a stupid tool. And he's a skeleton husband. Yeah. <laughs> this dickhead wife loves her asshole skeleton husband. All the way to hell. <laughs> um, Dandy Andy. Is that name he's given himself? No, it, uh, we gave him the name Dandy oh. Andy. Because it was a New Year's... Uh, it was his long, the long, long email, Cantapui Tales, from, oh, from, yeah. from New Year's time. Ah. So Dandy Andy says, uh, in reference to... Um, oh, no, this is for a correspondent special. This is exclusive, even within BudPod. Patreon. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Sorry, Andy, I can't cross-reference things. I really wish I had a chart for this. <laughs> You'd be like the, the meme of all the red lines drawn across the Yeah, board. it's become quite confusing. Um, and then also, like, I, I use the Patreon email to just help people figure out how to make it work. Right. So some of those emails are just people going, where's my fucking content? <laughs> I paid you, sons of bitches, for things like Pray Away the Grey and Swiss Cheese Guard. I won't rest until I get what I'm owed. Which is entirely fair enough and correct. Um, well, we should say, happy birthday, uh, actually, we should say this, to Jack. Jack. We heard from a Jack last week. Different Jack? Uh, I think so. This is the Jack who invented Koji. Oh, wow. We are at your humble service. So this is Kojak. Kojak. Lovely. And Kojak says, um, I've been advised that my long-suffering wife emailed you about a month ago without my knowledge, asking you to commemorate my birthday on the show. Uh, she was disappointed this was not carried out, and you now have an enemy for life. <laughs> um well, you'll get a happy birthday in a few months' time, but it'll be a real enthusiastic one. Yes, it will. We'll lose our goddamn mind. So, well, happy birthday, Jack. Happy birthday, Jack, and thank you for giving us the gift of Koji. Thank you for giving us Koji. And as a birthday treat, if you ever meet both of us at once, we'll jack you off. <laughs> <laughs> you won't like it. Yeah. We won't like it. We won't like it. Your wife will not like Your it. Your wife will not like it. She'll say, this is the last thing I expected from that email. And we will, all three of us, grimacing, turn to her and go, shh. <laughs> shh, shush. Shush, this has to be shush. done. It has to be done. None shush. of us want to do this. But it's got to be done. Has concentrating. We're concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that happy note, uh, happy birthday, Jack. Belated, though it be. Belated uh, though it be. Belated though it be. Be, it be a happy one. Um, what, will, what, what will be happening when this comes out? This is going to come out two weeks from when we're recording it, at least. I will be... I'll still be, I'll be in Melbourne, I you'll suppose. You'll be in Australia. Australia. Um, you'll be eating brunch. Brunch for every meal. Yes. Avos 24-7. Well, we hope you're having brunch for every meal, everyone. It's the nicest thing I could say to you, dear listener. <laughs> subscriber um and thank you very much for subscribing thank you very much for being on the patreon 
and uh, helping us out and giving us support and love. Yes, thank you very much. I hope you're enjoying. Please tell your friends. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.